Hello everyone. What a blessing it is to be here with you today. I'm Sister Lara. Today we continue in our studies on the righteousness of God and we want to look closer at what the Apostle Paul said that the gospel of Jesus Christ is. Now, as soon as we say the term gospel of Jesus Christ, we immediately think lots of different um, scriptures in the Bible that come to mind. For example, the gospel of Jesus Christ in his death, resurrection, in the redemptive work of the cross. At the same time, when we think about the gospel of Jesus Christ, we also think about how he reigned on earth in his earthly ministry. In other times, we might also think about the gospel of Jesus Christ representing the parables that he told or the signs, the wonders and miracles that he did. But what if I was to say to you that all of these ideas that I have just shared isn't what the Apostle Paul taught to be the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ? Or what if I was to say to you that all of those descriptions that I gave about the works that Jesus did is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well today I want to take a look at the writings coming from the book of Romans chapter 1 and I want us to look at what Paul said the gospel of Jesus Christ is. And as we do, I want us to challenge ourselves to take a hold of God's Word and really begin to carve out in our hearts with profound clarity of what He says the Gospel is. And we want to look at the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 1 and we're just going to read some verses and then we're going to let the word speak for itself. Are you there? Romans chapter 1 verse 1 says Paul a servant of Jesus Christ called to be an apostle separated unto the what? gospel of God. Highlight that. I want you to see that it doesn't say gospel of Jesus Christ. 
But it says, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God, which he had promised afore by prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Now, verse 3, concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we've received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name, among whom are ye also called of Jesus Christ. And then he begins to give his salutation to all that are in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God, our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I want to thank God through Jesus Christ for you all that your faith is spoken throughout the whole world. For God is my witness whom I serve in my spirit of the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I make mention of you always in my prayers, making request, if by any means, now at length, I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you a spiritual gift, that ye be established. Now, as we read, he continues his purpose of coming, is that he might have fruit among the Gentiles. We see that in verse 13. Now, verse 16, I want us to see something. After Paul opens his writings to the church of Rome concerning the gospel of God, he gives his salutation, he greets everyone the way he desires to from his heart, making mention of all those that are in his heart, he shares the purpose and he says, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome. Verse 15, do you see that? Now, verse 16 and verse 17, he describes what the gospel is. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew, and then also the Greek. Number one, we see that the gospel of Jesus is the power of God. Now that's interesting to me, but in verse 17, it describes even more. For therein 
is the righteousness of God revealed. Now verse 1, the gospel of God. Verse 15, the gospel of Christ is verse 17, the righteousness of God. Now, that to me is a profound statement. Because so often in our circles of preaching ministries, we uh, preach uh, sermons concerning the life of Christ, but we fail to understand that the gospel of Christ is the righteousness of God. And righteousness is more than just right standing with God. Righteousness is the basis of who God is in Christ through his death and resurrection. See, we preach Jesus died, Jesus arose, but we totally leave out the fact of who God is or the righteousness of God displayed in the death and resurrection of Christ. The power of God that enabled Jesus to overcome in his death, overcome in his resurrection, and come to a place of rest in God. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you flowing with me. Verse, um, as we continue on in this same chapter, and we look at verse uh, 17, for the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just or the righteous shall live by faith. So here we see the word righteous again. Righteousness again is how God triumphed through Christ in his death and resurrection. And now we're seeing that Paul is saying that those that are righteous live by faith or the triumph of God through Christ in you live in faith live by faith I find this thought provoking that righteousness is the basis of the gospel of Jesus Christ in God. Jesus said so many times 
in the book of John it's not me who does the work it's the father who does the work through me or it's the power of God which is the righteousness of who he is that does the work through me I only do what I see the father do I only speak what I see the father and hear the father say for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven to all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness so we have to understand that in the book of Romans starting right off that the gospel is totally different than what we preach you see God has a high calling in Christ and God has a high calling in Christ in us the hope of glory just as God enforced the triumph over death and the penalty of all of the law of death through Christ it is the same ministry that he has given us to cause us to live a triumphant life through the death of Christ through the resurrection of Christ and through that place of rest where all of the victory of God is in the life of a believer to enforce daily the triumphant work of the lost art of the cross. Let's turn our Bibles over to the book of Philippians and as we look into the book of Philippians I want us to look at chapter 3 and as you're moving over there I want to take the opportunity to thank um, everyone for listening in today and to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe to these same places, these same channels, wherever you're hearing this from. First Philipp or Philippians chapter 3 verse 14 is where we are going to pick up. 